right now. Low energy. Um, huh. Maybe we very we, low energy. Very low energy. Jeff like jog in place a little bit to get your. Uh, get. To, uh, I mean, yeah, it, the mic is technically handheld. I could take it out of the thing and just kind of walk around with it. Yeah, there you go. Welcome to Move Left, Idiots, a progressive talk podcast. I'm your host. Anthony Montarulo, uh, joined by my uh, lone co-host uh, for the time being, uh, Comrade uh, Weasel Dick, or whatever your name is this week. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> my, my name's LaDonna Loki. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Or Candace yeah. Houston, one of the two. LaDonna probably is going to be joining us later. She had an unfortunate uh, furniture-related uh, accident, so, so hopefully she'll be coming on in a little bit. Yeah, she sent us a picture um, of what I assume was a body part that looked like it needed to be amputated so i just that is my we should, we my should have professional reverse google advice. image searched it it'd be like when those people are like oh my god i went to black panther and a bunch of black guys beat me up and said that right. this movie isn't for you uh, oh what was the new um the new fake outrage was the um Somebody had, oh, it was the guy, some guy got like Twitter famous for uh, spilling his burrito bowl on his $400 designer jeans. And then apparently he had the the same fucking guy on Twitter uh, posted something like, um, straight white male is the new N word of this century. And it's like, what? Oh God. Yeah. I saw that. (laughs) I I was like, yeah, bro. All right. It's... (laughs) I think dictionary.com tweeted at him like the definition of both words. He's like, yeah, no, that's 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 not the case. But what a maroon. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was kind of a rough week this week. Uh, a lot of horrible shit happening in the world. Um, you know, obviously we'll get to Israel. It's such a, a different bit. week. It's such a different world this week. Things are going bad. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I've never seen a week like quite like this uh, besides all the other weeks prior to it. <laughs> Yeah, no, unfortunately, but this is, I mean, I, this is like all bad news we have to talk about this week. So, I mean, you know, obviously yesterday, uh, or no, I'm sorry, not yesterday, it was it Thursday that the uh, school shooting happened in Santa Fe, Texas. Oh, there's two, two in one day. It was a two for, oh, okay. two for mass the shooting. Second one, the second one got yeah. buried by the first one. Well, I mean, any opportunity to blame Bernie Sanders and Susan Sarandon, let's we should go for it. So yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, it was fucking horrible, you know. And but you know, again, we we've already decided as a society we're not going to do anything about this. Uh, you know, I'm almost like sick of even talking about it because it's just you know the same fucking circle jerk every time one of these things happens. Right. Well, it's we can't do anything about it when no, it's a wedge issue for all these politicians. Democrats aren't going to do shit about it. They're gonna t- they'll they'll talk about it. They won't do anything though, and it's always gonna be they that didn't. way. Yeah. I mean, they had a fucking filibuster-proof majority in the Senate during Obama's first term. They didn't do shit about gun control. They could have ran through shit, and mm-hmm. they just didn't. Of course, you know, like everything else that <clears throat> happened during that time, they just were, you know. So, uh, you know, the the interesting thing about this one is, I, I think a lot of people aren't bringing up the fact that. I almost wonder if this guy was inspired by, you know, we talked about Columbine back during uh, the bowling for Columbine review that we did. Did we do that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was yeah, I, wait, a long, long time. <laughs> I think that was the first movie review you were on. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was a good one. Um, and yeah, so he was inspired by it. Well, I, I mean, nobody's saying that, but I, to me, it's like, I mean, look, the guy wore a trench coat. Like, it it's almost seems like it was inspired by the, 
there is narrative. a trench coat mafia after all. All this well, time, well, like the fake narrative, <laughs> exactly. Like, right. and but like, so he wore a trench coat apparently every day. Uh, he set off pipe bombs in the school, which was another thing that you know is pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say exclusive to Columbine, but as far as school shootings go, that was, you know, um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's something interesting that I don't know if people are looking into. And we talked a lot about how the myth of Columbine kind of uh, has has lived on for all these years where people still think that, you know, the two assholes uh, from Columbine were like bullied and that they were in this trench coat, like all this shit that's just not true. I almost wonder if he kind of was inspired by that because this guy was a fucking. Well, I, mean, I just I hope he wasn't inspired by our podcast because he listened to it and was like, you know what? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, they looked into this guy's social media, and of course, there's that's always like a iffy proposition at first because it's like, well, you know, of course, all the right wing, you know, MAGA chuds immediately try to go make like leftist or antifa. Uh, like you know fake social media photos and right, shit like right. that. Well we just found a picture of a guy wearing a Che Guevara t shirt on Reddit. So uh it must <laughs> yeah. it must have been him. It's that guy. Yeah, exactly. It's that guy. Crack that um, case. But but it seems to be pretty legit the ones they found where he's wearing like a jacket and he's got all these pins on it and he's got an iron cross, you know, like a fucking Nazi, you know, a bunch of Nazi paraphernalia. He also had uh like a hammer and sickle, which people but he posted like a little explainer where he was like you know the the hammer and sickles for revolution. The iron crosses for like strength, like all this weird shit. He just um, yeah, he just likes iconography and yeah, murder. He just like fascist murder. iconography, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, nothing um, nothing revolutionary about uh, about no, that. no, he was a fucking douchebag. So um, uh, real quick though, speaking of revolutionaries, yeah. there is a little bit of good news. Uh, today is May nineteenth, and if you know your your radical revolutionaries, you know I'm that okay, uh, uh, Martin Malcolm X's birthday, Malcolm X, uh, Yuri uh, Kochiyama. She was a uh, lifelong activist and. Ho Chi Minh, all born on this day. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Although there's some dis- there's some dispute as to whether uh, Ho Chi Minh was actually born on this day, because pretty much everything about his life prior to like the 1930s, uh, he may have just made up. <laughs> so there's a lot of speculation well, on it. There's that. Well, he um, he used mm-hmm. something like over 200 fake names in his life. Like he oh, wow. just he was kind of like traveling all over the world and just becoming different people back when you could you know do that kind of thing and. Uh, Finally got turned on to communism, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for, try to liberate my home country." So, funnily enough, not that long ago, you could still do that. I mean, you know, you watch like movies from the '80s, and mm-hmm. people are doing shit like that, and you're like, "Wow, that's really we we missed out. Like, we we could have fucking gotten away with a lot of shit back right? in just like 30 years ago." I fucking I had some DB Cooper plans, and now I'm just like, I can't do that <laughs> shit. Can't get away with that shit anymore. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know who DB Cooper is, um, you should. Yeah, badass. Fucking robbed a bunch of money and then disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> probably still literally, literally vanished into thin air uh, yeah, yeah. at at six hundred miles an hour and never found never found him. Um. Yeah, but I mean, you know, so uh, it's it's almost tired at this point that the, the routine, you know, in the in the media and in Washington with with the shootings and. Wait, are we talking about Israel now, or no? We're not there yet. <laughs> no, which, no, we're, we'll, we'll get there. Which horrible no, with the, with, ongoing with crisis Santa, are we enabling? Yeah, right? No, with the uh, with the Santa Fe shootings. Um, oh, do, do you know what the other f- stupid fucking slash 
kind of like darkly funny thing. Did you see the idiot lieutenant governor who was like, well, you know, there's a lot of exits and, and entrances and exits in the school. And I think that's the real issue. If we if we limited it to one entrance and one exit and had an armed guard there, then these kids wouldn't be able to come in what? with these guns. They already fucking locked these schools down during the, during the day. You can't. <laughs> so, so we're just going to turn them into total fucking prisons is essentially what we're saying. We're going to. Why don't we just put a fucking AR-15 in every classroom? Why don't we just put a. Why don't we just put a fucking SWAT team in every class? Like. Well, I mean, this has happened at schools that did have an armed officer well, there. There was one at this yeah. school. Yeah. It's like, well, it, so it doesn't doesn't make any fucking difference because they don't know exactly what person where at what time. You know, there's just there's no way. You can't do it. No, no, no. Comrade, the only way to stop a bad guy with a bomb is a good guy with a bomb. I don't know if you know this, but... Well, I still think we, a, a board with a nail in it is really all you ever need to, you know, just need to make it but, big enough. I, you know, somebody, I, th- I think Jank actually pointed that out, and, you know, for all my criticism of him, I thought that was actually a really salient point. He's like, you know, that you try to extrapolate their gun logic towards other weapons, like the like bombs, which this guy used. It's like you would never say, like, you know, the only way to stop a bad guy with a bomb is a good guy with a bomb. It's fucking asinine, right? And or the, it, it, the the largest school massacre in history was just cl- like a couple miles from where I grew up. Fertilizer and like bombs, the, right? The, no, well, it was dynamite back when, oh, like, you know, could okay. get you could just fucking buy dynamite at the general <laughs> store. You know, it's nineteen twenty, like stop and shop. Yeah, but no, he blew up the whole school, killed fifty kids, but nobody was like, hey. What about my dynamite rights? Like nobody thought like that. They were just like, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't put it ever all over the place so people can stockpile it and blow up children." You know, and everyone's just, like, "Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Let's, yeah. let's do that." <laughs> like, wow. And and he was, you know, he fit the type too. He was a guy that just blew all his money on dumb shit and then blamed it on everyone else and hated taxes because he thought that was why he was poor. And he wanted to take it out, take revenge on a public school. Taxation is theft. That's why I'm going to spend all my money on dynamite. Fucking 1920s MAGA chud. Oh, God. Um, Oh, you know. Other good news today. Royal wedding. Are you as excited oh, as God. I am? We, you know, we should just spend the whole podcast talking about that because I, I, I think that's the most exciting thing. Prince Harry's fucking Nazi uniform. What the fuck is? That? I'm looking at a picture of it right now, going like, "Is that?" Oh yeah, that that, that picture surfaced years ago. Uh, apparently, yeah. He, apparently, he's he's fond of the uh, Nazi uh, and it, like you know regalia. Yeah, he loves the the Nazi eagle wings. Apparently. Who knew a fucking, you know, person, a, a rich asshole born into the monarchy and born into this kind of proto or pseudo fascist society would be into like, you know, fascist imagery. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's in his blood. He can't help it. Mo- mo- yeah. Monar- <laughs> Monarchy's fucking stupid. I mean, can we all agree that it, it, like it should just not exist in 2018? And I, you know, we, you know, if, if LaDonna was here, she would say, you know, feel bad for the rich people. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, those those people, I do feel a little bit bad because like they literally were born into it and like they can't you can't quit. You well, can't, you can't just, quit it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You're mean, not allowed to not be the the king or prince or whatever the I, fuck. Yeah, I don't even blame like them in particular. I just think the whole fucking concept is stupid and should be dismantled. Yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. it, it's just. And you look at all the you know the kingdoms that still exist around the world. You know, fucking Saudi Arabia, the most oppressive uh, theocracy in all the in all the world. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know it's a monarchy. You have Iran, who, which you know to a lesser extent has a has a monarchy, even though it's like it's a weird. I mean, they they have a weird system of government. They have yeah a president, but then they have the Ayatollah, whatever. But it, it's just fucking stupid. In twenty eighteen, <laughs> monarchy should just not exist. 
Yeah, it's it's it is dumb. Uh, although Wakanda, Wakanda, I guess that. Oh yeah, that, well, technically no, that's uh, their their. So, you know, <laughs> we're going to eventually get to reviewing Black Panther, and I have very complicated feelings on the kingdom of Wakanda and who is the actual hero and villain of that movie. Oh yeah, I'm sure well, a lot I think of people that's, share. That's what they did good was because they they were like, let's take on a, a, a nuance. You know, we can do that. I, I, people yeah, are but smart I almost don't it, think you know? the movie came down on the right side of it. I think the movie had the wrong answer in the end. Oh yeah, well, and he definitely well, like. Well, let's not spoil it for the non non you know uh, movie gotcha. podcast listeners, but we'll we'll get we'll talk about it. That'll be a fun conversation for sure. Yeah, we'll, um, well, Ben Shapiro won't like it, but. Yeah. <laughs> But that movie was basically just like a, a kind of a, a, a like a hey, gradualism is awesome kind of, like, kind of movie. It was a great movie, but I, I think that a, like underlying message of that was was a little bit. Eh, but yeah, well, you know, it's it's still good. I watched it again recently. And, uh, yeah, no, I love. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was the best Marvel movie, yeah. but mainly for like the casting and like the kind of the the really complex villain and shit like that. But um, yeah, so. Uh, Monarchy's fucking stupid. Oh, and the and they rounded up like a bunch of homeless people, you know, Giuliani style, and shuffled them off to God knows where, uh, so they could you know have their stupid fucking parade and all the. Oh other yeah, well, they disappear nonsense. poor people. Yeah, like 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 it's the Olympics or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was okay. um they they do all kinds of dumb shit for that stuff, but there was uh apparently in New York City they. Um, there was some parade. I don't know what president. I think it might have actually been for Obama, and he was going to have some parade down whatever street. And they literally, the police went through, and every bike that was locked up on the street, they cut the bike locks and stole the bikes. And it was hundreds, hundreds Jesus of bikes. Christ. They did, no notification. They just decided that someone could put a pipe bomb inside of a bike, so they stole four hundred bikes. But people can't snipe you from the roof. I mean, it's that's just so, like I arbitrary. Guess, the dumbest it's like, shit. It's the dumbest shit. I mean, police have always hated cyclists. That's that's goes without saying. But you know, it's just like who. <laughs> You Did know. you see that those that cop who like like ran into the cyclist the other day? No, no, but um, like like there was a video and it was clearly yeah. on purpose. Like, yeah, th- well, there was that cop that was um, staying in the middle of critical mass, and he just runs and shoves the cyclist off his bike into a pole and oh, yeah, like that. broke his face, and they sued the shit out of the city. But it's like, what the? He just fucking assaulted someone riding a bike just for no reason. <laughs> it's just like just the mentality. I mean, you the know. Mentality. We, we... You know, it's just, it's, it's, um, yeah. And I almost don't even think it like, it's, it's obviously bikes, but I think it's just that they have that. Oh, wait, there, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. But no, just a lot of cops have that just fucking thug mentality, that bully mentality. So it's like, well, this yeah. guy's on a bike. It's like what they, people used to do in elementary school. They would knock you off your bike. I mean, I don't know if you, they knocked you off your bike, but I, no, they couldn't, I got they knocked could, off. <laughs> they, they couldn't catch me. No one was fast as I was, but, yeah, okay. um, I wasn't, I wasn't a fast kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's just, you know, um, it's fucked up. There's, whole, I mean, you know, we always situation. we always complain about the cops. There's, there's some good, there's some, some changing attitudes in law enforcement. It's just, it's so, it's they are, they are so opposed to change because so they're convinced between, that they yeah. are like the front lines of some bullshit. And it's like, no, you're fucking, you're, you're fucking fry cook is more dangerous than your job, actually. Well, you know, I think the way it's actually going to change, even though people, a lot of people are talking about that civilian review board shit, I, I actually think uh, this this idea of electing these really progressive DAs might actually go a long way oh, yeah. towards 
Well, you know, all these, the these citizen review boards, you know, can make recommendations, but if they don't have the power to subpoena and fire officers, they're exactly, meaning, they yeah. don't. It's like, what's the point? You know. Well, that's the beauty of the DA. He can actually choose to prosecute corruption in, in the in the force, and you know, go and not uh, <sighs> participate in the kind of bullshit that you know a lot of these departments have you know done for years, yeah, decades. Well, and it's always the irony that like the the police union is the strongest, <laughs> most you know, effective union in the country. <laughs> right. And every time anyone else goes on strike, it's the police who go and beat up the people marching on the picket line. <laughs> you know, so Exactly. That's why when anyone's like, oh, well, why don't you support police unions if you're so pro-union? It's like, because they beat the fuck out of every other union. Yeah, fucking, police unions are fucking mafia. Yeah. No, you can't really get, is. I mean, literally, you can fire a cop, a city can fire a cop, and a state arbiter like will get them their job back years later with back pay. Yeah, it's like, why don't you support the construction workers unions or the Teamsters back in like the 70s? It's like, because they were the fucking mob. They weren't actually yeah, a union. They yeah. Were, well, it was a front for in, the mob. In a lot of the stuff that I've had, that I've, you know, work organizing I've done, we has been against huge fossil fuel or freeway, you know, just basically huge infrastructure projects that are don't reflect this century. They're, they're from a bygone era of, you know, polluting the shit out of the planet. And you always will have like a few hard hat guys come and testify for these big projects. And it's like, you know, you don't want to be on the opposite side of that, but it, there's other shit we can build. We don't have to build a fucking oil terminal on the river. You know, you don't have yeah, to build no, a giant we, mega freeway. You, don't need you to can build fucking fracking. Infrastructure yeah. You like can we're building you, in New York right now, build, you know, 21st century infrastructure and have, you know, still have labor solidarity and care about the planet at the same time. It's not that hard. They're right up the road from me, literally maybe 50, 100 feet from my house. There's a there's a playground with like a playground. Then there's a baseball field in between the p playground and the baseball field. There's a ton of heavy, you know, earth movers uh, tearing up the ground because they're running the uh, Algonquin fucking pipeline right through a playground. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And again, as you know, Cuomo, fucking bullshitter extraordinaire was like, oh, well, I want to put a moratorium on fracking in New York State. But he didn't, you know, you didn't read the fine print on that where he said, well, you know, I'm going to totally let them build uh, fracked gas power plants and build pipelines through the state. I'm just not going to let them dig uh, down and frack in the state. So it's, right. it's like fucking six right. and one half dozen in the other. It's bullshit, you know. But I'm sure that's totally safe to put a pipeline right under a fucking children's playground, you know? That seems like yeah, a great idea. It's really, it's, and that's, that's, there's a, um, so there's this pipeline that goes under the Great Lakes, um, and it's like 70 years old, and it wasn't supposed oh, to last God. more than 20, 20 years. And it's like every single person says, oh, I totally support getting rid of it, but they won't budge on it. They won't actually make any, any um, effort to actually do it. And I, I've talked about her a couple times before as a woman who just got the nomination for uh, the Democratic, um, Democratic, I'm fucking words. Uh, she's good. She's good. She got the nomination to be the Democratic nominee governor for um, uh, Attorney General, State Attorney General. Okay. And she's one of the few people that actually has the power to sue the company to shut it down, like to, to actually huh. use the law progressively and go after this you know and everyone's like oh i didn't know you could actually do such a thing she's because she was she was one of the lawyers that took um you know the case all the way to the supreme court that made marriage equality legal right so oh, she, wow. she's like That's she's awesome. a yeah <laughs> i mean there were several lawyers involved in that but she was one of the original ones that took it there great, yeah. so i mean like yeah you couldn't ask for a more progressive like 
fighting for actual civil rights, fighting for actual environmental protection. So she's great. Her name's uh, mm-hmm. Dana Nessel. Um, and I, I met her aunt, ironically. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> and this, this old lady just kind of courted me at a, at a party and starts talking about her. And uh, so if, it wasn't until we had talked about her for a while that she's like, oh, by the way, I'm her aunt. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> like, because <laughs> you know, otherwise it would have biased the conversation probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, um, you yeah, know, we should obviously talk about Gaza uh, and <coughs> Wait, Jerusalem Gaza? this week. Gaza? Never... Uh, is that somewhere near Israel? Well, it's, it, it technically, I guess it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. a little, you know, it's a little group of uh, insurgents you know, <clears throat> within within the uh, undivided state of Israel. I think they're just um, a bunch of Antifa squatters on uh, future Israeli land, is uh, according to New York Times. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I just we, we talked last week and the week before and the week before about just the brutality with which the IDF was patrolling the fence, quote unquote, the border fence, which is not even a real fucking border fence. It's an arbitrary fence that Israel put up because they are encroaching on Palestinian land. Um, you know, and they'd killed a bunch of people and wounded a whole bunch more. But then, you know, ba- uh, last week, uh, on the day that the U.S. was over in Jerusalem opening the embassy in Jerusalem, which was a completely hostile and unnecessary move, uh, something like 60 Palestinians were killed uh, by the IDF, and I think 2,000 wounded one day. Yeah, and these wounds are, I mean, they're using, like, bullets that are designed to shred an entire limb, right? So even if it's a you know flesh wound, you, that limb's dead yeah they're using like hollow points and things that are you just to explode your fucking you know yeah they're um i think it was something like 20 doc like field medics doctors they got shot so they're targeting these people they're shooting people who are nonviolent protesters and they say oh they're throwing stones it's like okay that's that's like that's fucking the cops blaming tamir rice for holding a toy gun oh we had to shoot the 12 year old he had a toy gun we had to had well, and ironically, they did shoot several uh, children of, you know, 13, 14 years old and kill them. Yeah. Well, and they say um, that, you know, we only hit the targets we want to hit. So they're 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 admitting. So, so you're fucking maniacs. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking psychopaths. <laughs> and they, they, the only reason they do it is because they know they can get away with it because they've got us behind them. They got the America behind them, letting them do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, I mean it's just absolutely disgusting. Um, you know, their their justification, which is total bullshit, is like, well, oh, well, they were they were attacking the fence and they were going to try to come over, um, and then but then people were like, well, why didn't you just use rubber? Not that this is really any much better, but it's consider it's somewhat better. They were like, well, why don't you use rubber bullets or tear gas? And there and you know the IDF's answer was, oh, well, tear gas wasn't effective at that range. Well, then they're not fucking close enough to cross the border fence if you're not clo- if you're not able to use tear gas or rubber bullets. It's so fucking asinine. Yeah, the uh, so the tear gas uh, wasn't effective, so we murdered them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's really what it, you it, know. the logic of it is. Just it is pathological. And if any other country, any other country was doing this, we would be sanctioning them left and right. We would be we would have an embargo on Israel right now if it was any other country doing that. <laughs> And then you have fucking jerk offs like Barry Weiss going on, you know, real time with Bill Maher and saying that it was the, uh, that Hamas was organizing this and that they coordinated it with the day of the embassy opening. No, they ruined they, our special embassy day. Yeah, they ruined it. What, what people yeah. don't, what they, what these assholes don't point out, and what you know, liberal hero Bill fucking Maher, uh, who's never met a brown person, he hasn't wanted to genocide. Uh, 
it failed to tell you is that the reason that it was done on that day is because that was the day that Israel was officially created uh, by the UN. And that's why the embassy opening was done on that day. But that's also a very like, like important, significant day to the Palestinians because they consider that the start of uh, their ethnic cleansing. There's actually a name for it. I can't remember, but that, that's why it was done on that day. And that was right. the culmination of the return, you know, the march of, of return to be like, hey, can we have the land you fucking stole from us back? Like a little bit of it at least, like, you know? Well, it, and it's just, it, and I think her line was something like, uh, well, let's stop falling for it. Falling for what? They've been the out truth. there. I mean, this yeah. has been this has been an ongoing movement against apartheid and against the siege. It's an illegal siege. I don't think people realize that they are not allowed to leave Gaza. Um, no, they're prison. It, I mean, it's an open air e- prison. Egypt will occasionally open up their border, um, but it's you know, I mean, and, and Netanyahu has even said this. You know, we're we're we are deliberately they, they're deliberately starving people. They're preventing them from rebuilding things. They control everything that goes in and out of Gaza. And that's, I mean, that's a foreign occupation. It, I mean, it is yeah. ethnic cleansing. And to say uh, we, we shouldn't let pe- we shouldn't fall for the tactics of people protesting the most, one of the most brutal, bloody sieges in modern history. We shouldn't fall for it. What the fuck is wrong with those people? What the fuck is wrong with Bill Maher and the people he brings on that show? And Bill Maher, Bill Maher's a fucking racist Islamophobe. I mean, that's what it is. Like he, he, he has no. There's no actual justification for saying the things that he says. So it, like, that's the only real explanation. And Barry Weiss, fucking editor, you know, of the of the uh, opinion section on the at, on the New York Times. Uh, New York Times this week ran, I think, something like six pro-Israel articles regarding the conflict and and about how it was Hamas. Uh, you know, Hamas did it or Hamas like inspired it or Israel was justified to do it. I mean, th- this is your fucking liberal newspaper and, you know, of, of record in the United States. Yeah, it, and th- didn't, didn't they just issue some apology for like old things they wrote supporting Jim Crow laws back in the 20s? They had, well, they <laughs> yeah, apologized right. for that. Like, look at what you're doing now. Why? Maybe if you're on the right side of history in the first fucking place, you wouldn't have to issue these apologies for completely imperialist racist attitudes of your fucking opinion section decades later. Unfucking believable. WikiLeaks actually tweeted out today, I think, or not today, it was from 2014. It was, I think it was part of an, a, an initial document dump. Uh, Israeli officials have confirmed to embassy officials on multiple occasions that they intend to keep the Gazan economy functioning at the lowest possible level uh, consistent with avoiding a humanitarian crisis. So we're going to make them as fucking poor and uh, destitute as possible and kill as many as possible without actually triggering yeah, uh, response it's, from it's... the rest of the world. <laughs> Like they want, they want to make Detroit on purpose. That's what yeah, that's what yeah. they're doing. I mean, it, it's fucking you know. And there, there's some like you know Holocaust scholars. Uh, Jeremy Scahill had one on this week. who were saying like, look, Gaza is a concentration camp right now. It's a modern day concentration camp. These people are not allowed to leave. They're held in and killed if they try to leave. They're not allowed to have you know jobs or money or or infrastructure or barely have enough food. It's like. Yeah, well, and on top we're, of that, we're supporting this with our money. Yeah, like, they're, and they're building all these illegal settlements in the West Bank. They're bulldozing the homes of people who live there, and then they say, "Well, uh, it's Palestine that doesn't want a two-state solution." It's like you're literally bulldozing their fucking homes and building condos on their land, and they have the audacity to say that it's Palestinians who are opposed to uh, to peace. It's just, it's so fucking nineteen eighty four. It makes me sick to my stomach. And this is one of the, this is one of these issues where it's just when you see people defending it, 
when you see people defending the mass slaughter of civilians, children, uh, medics and doctors, uh, the bombing of hospitals, the bombing, uh, you know, shooting at journalists and people defend it and say, well, it's Hamas tricking Israel into doing it. <laughs> yeah. Right. How it, fucking just... stupid are they then if they're getting tricked by peaceful protesters into killing them? Like <laughs> it, it, it's just be, it's just beyond any kind of reasonable explanation at this point. You know, anyone who supports this is not is a genocide apologist. I mean, that's you know, I, I think that needs to absolutely be the line in the sand on this. It's like just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and well, you know, you remember when um, Ben Affleck was on Real Time with Bill Maher? When he, they also had uh, the uh, was it Sam Harris? Yeah, on. Sam Harris, NPR's yeah, yeah. favorite racist. Um, uh, and Ben Affleck went off on both of them and just like yelled at them and said, you're, yeah, you're being great. fucking racist. I was like, you get him, Batman. Like I want Ben Affleck to come back on and just fucking was, he'll, they'll never have him ass. back on again. Oh yeah. no, he, he definitely won't. But I was, he made, like, he yeah. made him look way too stupid either. They'll never have him back on. Yeah. Um, I was like, but my, my racism was so intellectual. How dare you, Batman? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think they could squeeze him in between the, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos and Jordan Peterson fucking interviews. I, I think the oh panel's God. pretty full. But, you know, and it's just, yeah. And and I really want to point out to people, we're giving Israel $6 billion a year. Israel, we're literally paying for them to commit genocide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Israel has universal health care, something we don't have in this country. And we're subsidizing that. And it's like, at the very fucking least, how could you, po- like, how could you possibly support giving them fucking billions of dollars like i it, it's unbelievable to me that barack obama didn't cut off their their fucking like the 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 money we're giving them it's like it's such a no-brainer to me that like i, it, I, I mean you can't I mean, you can't look. apac is one of the most powerful lobbies in washington you know and someone like cory booker you got, I think he got something like $400,000 in one election cycle from APAC. I mean, most of the senators, that's make or break money as far as whether they win or not. Sure. You know, yeah. it's, yeah, I was thinking that was something like a third of all of his campaign money last time around. So it, it's an unbelievable amount of money is influencing, you know, we talk about big pharma, big oil, the Israel lobby is one of the most powerful ones now but you know as soon as you talk about that people say yeah it's anti-semitism it's like we wouldn't let any other country have that much influence over our elections of course not and you know what we wouldn't tolerate it you know but somehow there's this one country that you know i mean i'm not opposed to it existing as a state if it adheres to uh, uh, human rights in the geneva convention which they clearly don't um but you know you you can't criticize anything about it without being considered an anti-semite it's like well the faith has nothing to do with it the, their well, actions know, are inherently anti-Judaism to me. And the, the people I know that are Jewish, they certainly don't agree with any of the things Israel's doing. No, of course not. And, you know, I th- uh, History and Flicks, really great Twitter account, had a good tweet the other day about that. And he's like, you know, if Israel, if the only way that Israel can exist is by uh, murdering civilians and uh, reporters, maybe they don't have a right to exist. Like, that's we, – we, we, we have this discuss- – and I'm not saying at the people, but the, the concept of the state of Israel. Yeah. It's yeah. just – Well – You I, know, that you immediately get accused of being a fucking anti-Semite if you say that. But it's like – they they didn't exist until 1948 or whatever it was when the UN created them yeah. and now the UN can't fucking do a single thing to police them they're out of control fucking lunatic uh maniac murderers and nobody can do 
anything well, to yeah, rein them in. Like I was telling an anarchist friend of mine, I was like, you know, Israel is a great example of why no state should exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they like it's that. True. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's just, I, I, I there's no way change is going to come from within Israel. So the only way that things, that something is going to happen is if something is done on the international level uh, with the, you know, UN not, I, I, I don't know. I just don't ever see the situation resolving itself. Israel has no incentive to resolve this situation. No, they have no incentive. They're getting everything and they want. The UN can't do anything because the the US will veto anything the UN does because we basically control the Security Council on the UN. So we're which is we're a gonna... stupid fucking rule that like you can you can be overruled on on a sanction uh, yeah. from one fucking country. Like who made that fucking ass? We did rule? because we made up the yeah, of UN. Course we, I'm sure we, we made, did. Yeah. I mean that was like it's certainly not the the, the United Nations that. That, you know that uh, you know FDR and Eleanor Roosevelt wanted to bring about, um, but yeah, it's just it's it, it's we figured out a way to sort of um, make our our brutal foreign policy appear to be humanitarian by saying no, we're in charge of this. You're like, how are we going to pretend? How are we going to pretend to be worldly, but also make sure that we don't actually get called out for our empire? I know, <laughs> I know. Let's nominate a woman to run the CIA. Yeah, it's just yeah, you know, and not, yeah, not, I guess not we should talk about. No, we should talk about that. Yes, I got a segue I can, in. I can yell about Israel. Oh no, you know, wait, 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 no, we can't segue yet. Are you are you uh, vetoing um, my, my segue? Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm, the, I'm the lone veto vote on your uh, segue. Fuck. No, I, real quick before we do that, I want to play uh, I play the audience a clip uh, from this guy Eddie Gloud, uh, who is on MSNBC. Uh, and like broke their fucking brains. Like they had no idea how to respond. They were to talking about the the Israel massacring civilians. Yeah, this was the day of, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy uh, is a uh, prof- He he's the founder of like the Center for African American Studies at Princeton. He's like a super smarty pants guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's and, probably been arrested coming in out of his own uh, office on occasion. Yeah, 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 no, probably at fucking Princeton. Yeah, um, and he said something amazing and like nobody on this panel knew how to respond so i'm going to play that and we'll talk about it a little okay bit. it's important that the foreign policy is generating uncertainty deep uncertainty right that is cascading chaos but the foreign policy is not what the congress members of the house and senate are going the campaigning on right now they need to campaign on domestic issues and, and, where they have a stance so while Donald Trump is doing this and may look for a deflection, it's not necessarily going to help the, the midterms. All of that's important, and all of those babies are dead. All of those people are dead. I... They're dead. And, and we're talking about racehorses. Uh, I mean, the politics. I mean, there are a lot of folks who are dead today. For what? I'm sorry. I'm, this is me being a moralist, I suppose. No, I understand. And the, and the White House today, their response to that was it is Moss's fault, and they're using them as as tools for, for propaganda. That's like saying the children in the Children's March of Birmingham, it was their fault that Bull Connor attacked them. Damn. Hello, YouTubers, if you're watching... Damn. Shut up, Chuck Todd. Oh. Um, that just... Yeah. Uh. That, that fucking woman that he was talking to... How uh, dare like, he mansplain to her, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, I yeah, mean, they, they... She had her the answer ready to go. Sto- yeah. yeah, it's just like, well, Hamas... It's like, <laughs> well, no, not even her. The one that that was like, well, you know, this is this isn't what the what the Democrats. This isn't going to win them any votes in the midterm. Like, right. what the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking 
lunatic do you listen to yourself talk? I mean, this is this is how people, this is how consultants in DC think. Their brains are this so is, fucking wired. Yeah. Well, this is this is why no one under the age of thirty watches cable news because it's shit like that. Because it's, it's this just, is why it's nobody under the age of like sixty watches. I, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, and. The average age of the Fox News viewer is 68. The average age of an MSNBC and CNN viewer is 63. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, that tells you all you need to know about the audience that they're catering towards. But, like, just, you know, it's how the like that 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 was great from that guy, you know, and he shouldn't have apologized. Like, you, you know, he was dead right to fucking say that. Yeah. But it's just like yeah. I, these people are fucking like maniacs. Like, how can you how can you look at a at, at a absolute like world travesty like that and say like oh well this isn't going to be really good for the democrats in the midterms like if they talk about yeah they won't even run against the most evil shit trump is yeah, and, well, yeah what does that say about the democrats if they can't run against it's, that in the midterm they have supported every single policy of his except for uh immigration stuff they're perfectly yeah. fine bombing people that are brown they just don't like when they're stuck at the airport that's the democratic platform right there Chuck Schumer fucking praised the he, he praised the Jerusalem embassy move. Yeah. I yeah. I heard a lot of idiots on TV being like, well, you know, this, this a, a lot of these like, you know, horrible fucking Bush era right-wingers that we've re rehabilitated on cable news were saying things like, well, oh, you know, this should have been a more bipartisan ceremony. There wasn't a single democrat invited to the Jerusalem opening. Like that's that's the fucking realm of con that's the left further furthest most left wing of the overton window on this conversation I oh yeah and then the and then the the extreme right insane thing was uh democrats refused to attend it and it's like <laughs> what it's just does anyone fucking read does anyone have any uh, idea what's going on in the world my like, head against the wall when i listen to this uh, shit I'm like how does anyone watch this and, and... <sighs> It, it is funny though when uh, when Nazis will pretend to be outraged about anti-Semitism just to justify their Islamophobia. <laughs> it's a, a, it's a tricky. It's a tricky line for them to walk. Yeah. Like, oh fuck! I really hate Jews, but I really, really hate the brown people too. I don't know yeah, what to do. Got to like, got to save Israel to bring about the resurrection and uh, of Jesus Christ and the end times, so he can convert superstar. or kill all the Jews because that's really what deep down what they want. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're not. They they all. That's like an unspoken thing between all them. It's like well, all these evangelicals are providing all this backup for Netanyahu and his fucking lunacy, and it's like well really they they think that they want to have their 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 god murder all of the jews like that's the right. whole point of the rapture it's like it's we can't like... we can't let the we can't can't let the <laughs> like you guys can have all this land and then jesus is gonna is gonna come back and kill all of you and everyone else on the yeah. planet except us it's... like that's what they think that's what they fucking literally that's what mike pompeo literally believes is gonna happen in his lifetime yeah but apparently uh pumping hundreds of billions of car tons of carbon into the atmosphere annually he thinks that's make-believe yeah, <laughs> doesn't doesn't believe in climate change. Doesn't think that that would change anything. So. Real fucking sharp guy. Oh my god, I get so many. He sends <laughs> every two days. I get a fucking because I you know I work for Department of State and I got a, mm -hmm. uh, a an official state.gov email address. I get fucking emails from Mike Pompeo uh, that looked like a third grader put like put it together or like a sixty eight year old aunt. That's that's the I think he formats his own emails and picks his own fonts and everything and a little signature and I just like one of these days I'm like I wonder if I can just email him back 
I wonder if I get in trouble for that. That'd be really funny. (laughs) I mean, it's just steak.gov email. There's nothing stopping me. You really just (laughs) wonder if all these people, like, you really got to wonder how, like, HUD, what the inside of, like, HUD looks like, like, with Ben Carson running it, or, like, the Department of Energy with Rick Perry running it. It's just got to be, like, the the dumbest Ben Carson is the closest thing to a Simpsons character I think a human could be. (laughs) He's like a, uh, yeah. My favorite thing is where he tries to like get like his black credentials up where he's like, well, I was I was stabbed when I was, you know, I had a very troubled youth. Uh, some guy tried to stab me, but he, he stabbed me in the belt. But you ever hear them tell that story about I, how I some guy the, tried to stab him? No, I thought the story was that he stabbed somebody. No, that was another story. Oh, he, he, he's yeah, been okay. involved in several stabbings and like, yeah. And he's ne- he only has one <laughs> mood, which is drowsy, which is the weirdest thing. He's just like, did you? Was was his sole act as a doctor to perform his own lobotomy? Like, yeah, right. why is he like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, fucking clowns! Just absolute clowns. Um, well, speaking of absolute clowns, uh, the Democrats in the Senate this week uh, joined the Republicans in confirming uh, Gina Haspel. Hooray! A fucking torturer. <laughs> the first, I mean, you know, it's the, it's a joke. Hire more women prison guards. We've got a lady, the first woman to head the CIA. And it's weird because, you know, Democrats have been the the couple deciding votes to confirm every single fucking horror story that Trump's nominated. And then we just get used to it. You know, yeah. it's like, well, we're just going to con- we're going to confirm them. And the weird part is, of course, the, the Democrats that opposed it are like, gee, we don't want a person like her running the CIA. Her torturing is going to besmirch the good name of it's like, what do you think <laughs> the fucking CIA does? Kidnapping people and torturing them in secret prisons is what they do. That's what they've always done. Where did they get the idea that this is not how they operate? Yeah. So, and by the way, three Republicans voted against her. So she could have been sunk if the Democrats had all held together and yeah. Chuck Schumer had any fucking <laughs> spine whatsoever. So you could actually hold the caucus. To, do you want to? Uh, do you know who the three Republicans were that uh, opposed her? Uh, it was uh, Flake, uh, of all people, and I think that <laughs> was probably ironic. because of. Well, I th- you know I think he actually did it out of respect to McCain because he's the other Arizona senator. McCain's like, hey, please don't vote for this person because I was right. tortured and which is I'm such a Republican. A, I can only empathize with somebody if I've experienced the thing. Right, right. Like so, <laughs> yeah. he, he thinks torture is wrong, but bombing civilians in Vietnam or bombing a life or the bulb. death penalty. He supports the death. Penalty. Uh, yeah, he's just a fuck. Yeah, but you know. Like, but Ugh. look, great. I'm you know whatever it takes for him to not support you. If we have to torture every Republican senator for them to not support it, I'll I'll be gladly <laughs> sign up to torture. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be weird if it was the brain tumor that like gave him a little bit extra empathy right at the end there, and that's all it was like <laughs> pressing on his empathetic yeah. Yeah, center of his brain, which has been dormant his entire you know yeah. seventy four years of existence. I mean, I um, only joke about it because he bombed little children to death and they yeah no he's a horrible yeah, no. fucking warmongering maniac yep. um yep. but yeah so you know and again so that so oh yeah so it was uh flake uh mccain abstained because he's hasn't been around he's like pretty he's on death's door basically mm-hmm. uh and paul Rand paul uh were the three i think that were no <laughs> or abstains didn't he flip on uh pompeo though wasn't that he did yeah, yeah. he sold out his <laughs> libertarian <laughs> he, he put his foot down when it was a woman he's like nope sexism kicked back in on that yeah. <laughs> um so yeah I, you know just and by the way so six democrats uh were the deciding votes in confirming uh joe donnelly of indiana who just ran unopposed uh in the primaries so real great job on that one fucking progressives in indiana 
uh, Heidi Heidkamp, usual horrible fucking, uh, you know, reliable, horrible mm, vote. She's got a Nazi name. Yeah, she does. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe Manchin, uh, who just won a primary, so now he can vote as Republican as he wants to for the next six years. Uh, Bill Nelson, uh, Gene Shaheen, and Mark Warner. Is that a real uh, name? Gene Shaheen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, just fucking awful, awful fucking. Just, just to, you know, to, to, for people that, like, don't know how bad Gene Aspel is, uh, Edward Snowden actually had a really good tweet today where he laid out a couple of the things that she participated in. <clears throat> um, Gina Haspel participated in a torture program that involved beating an innocent pregnant woman's stomach, uh, anally raping a man with meals he tried to refuse, uh, and freezing a shackled prisoner until he died. Uh, she personally wrote the order to destroy 92 tapes of torture. Uh, on top of that, you know, we know about the person that she waterboarded uh, 83 times, because uh, that's 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 how like you know it works. Because it's yeah, that 83rd yeah. time when they break. Yeah. I also read about uh, th- they would do mock executions where they basically put you and like put a gun to the back of your head and act mm-hmm. like they're gonna. I mean, the, the most fucking horrendous, you know, war crimes and psychological torture. They would do like these. Uh, coffin torture where they basically just put you in like a small box for like hours <laughs> on just end. Go I to mean, sleep. I'd be like, all right, well, yeah. take a little nap. I mean, it's just, it's just fucking I, the, yeah. to even come up with these things. It's like these people should be in fucking prison, like for just coming up with these things. Let alone, yeah, well, doing them to other human beings. Ron Wyden, who's a senator from Oregon, who's uh, he's been good on net neutrality stuff, but terrible on pretty much everything else, especially Israel. Uh, he's on, um, he's on some security, he gets to see like classified stuff, you know, about, you know, and he, he had a thing where he said, well, I've seen stuff about Gina Haspel. It's classified that the public should know about, because if they knew that stuff, there's no way they would go along with this. And it's like, we already know enough to not go along with this. What the fuck are you talking about? We know. So what, what, what possibly (laughs) is there beyond that? My God. And then, you know, you read shit and it's like, Oh, controversial. It's like, no, it's not controversial. Torture is not a controversial issue. You are either against it or you're a fucking fascist. Torturing yeah. people, there's a and reason why we participated, have... again, should have been in fucking prison, but Barack Obama decided that he's not going to prosecute any of the torturers. Gina Haspel could be in prison right now if Barack Obama had actually done his job and prosecuted the people who committed these atrocities, you know, at the behest of the Bush administration. Well, we tortured some folks. Yeah, you know. Folks. Don't, folks got some torture. We, we don't look back. <laughs> we look forward, you know. Uh, we... we we, we we did some things we have to reckon with. Uh, we uh, we tortured some folks, and you know, <laughs> oh, you know. But he had such dignity, such he did. Such he, was, so he was so he was so well spoken and polite when he when he when he didn't prosecute torturers or all the bankers that fucked everyone I, over I think, and ruined and then lives. Everyone forgets that he was a constitutional scholar. I mean, if wow. if you're, a, yeah, I mean, he he true. taught he too. taught the Constitution. He was a professor. He was a teacher. If you don't, if you know the Constitution, you still are like, meh, torture, meh. Like, there's something broken inside you. Yeah, just plain and, and simple. And, and, you have to wonder if he like even gives a fuck, or if he's just like, ah, eh, well, you know, whatever. I <laughs> I got where I wanted to get in life, and. It's such a because he just he was such a great person at campaigning. He had so much ambition at campaign, and then just it was just like, all right, now I'm here. Whatever, whatever the Joint Chiefs of Staff want to do, go for it. 
I, you know, and I was young and I kind of, be- at the, during his first thing, and I believe that he meant the shit he said, cause like, you know, he was unknown and why wouldn't he, why would he campaign like that? Mm-hmm. I, but a lot of people supposedly did sniffed him out even back then and thought he was a, a centrist and an incrementalist back then. They didn't think he would. So I don't know if he just was really good at knowing how to campaign and he knew that he had to pretend that he was a progressive, even though he had no intentions of actually. He was a great orator. Right. Oh, yeah. He wasn't good at debating. He wasn't good at giving uh, press speeches, but he was a really good orator when it came to rabble rousing. He got people fired up and made people feel a lot of emotion. You know, that's understandable. He's a really bad, so. he's a really bad debater because he managed to lose debates to people who are terrible debate. Like Hillary Clinton's a horrible debater. You watch her debates <laughs> yeah. with Bernie. Yeah. Bernie fucking wipes the floor with her. Uh, so for him to have lost any debates to Hillary... Uh, it's kind of crazy. And even to Mitt Romney, I mean, he kind of arguably lost one of those debates. Mm-hmm. Mitt Romney's a fucking, you know, belongs in like Madame Tussauds wax museum. He's such a fucking stiff. <laughs> like, uh, you know, and to lose a debate to binders full of women, Mitt is like, <laughs> dude, come on. The the Jimmy, the you know, Jimmy Dore show, they, they have the guy, uh, you know his name, who does the impressions. Yeah, that guy's great. What's his name? I think it's Mike McRae. Yeah, yeah. The one he does in Mitt Romney fucking had me in tears the first time i heard it it's so good obama's great too he does a lot of really good yeah the the george clooney's got to be the best one though (laughs) i I, i'm partial to his obama because he's always like giving jimmy shit as obama which i find very amusing (laughs) i don't know how they do that i I don't know if you uh mark uh what's his name or no um ross mcquad marquad with the the guy from uh walking Walking yeah walking dead yeah yeah, marquand yeah who does impression (laughs) i don't think he's doing the kevin spacey impression anymore but he when he did it was pretty good (laughs) yeah does he do impressions yeah no so his back because everyone on that show has like a you know like um interesting i agree who plays michonne is like a theater uh british yeah no she's not british she's um what is she? She's not American. Right? Yeah, she's American. Um, uh, but she's like a she owns her own theater. Like she she uh what do they call that? The person theater director. She is a theater director oh, okay. and a playwright, right? Um she's British. Everyone else in that show is fucking British. Yeah, everyone else is, <laughs> yeah. Ross Marquad is a I guess he like teaches acting classes and he um teaches like or he used to, he's probably more famous than, than doing that now, but he used to teach like uh speech and diction, right? And and how to teach people how to do you know vocal work and everything so that's like just interesting part of that guy's background wow huh. yeah um i remember what we were talking about oh gina haspel yeah <laughs> that's good that's good and obama yeah no that was good um so you know not not a great week um hopefully <laughs> hopefully next week will be better although i'm sure we'll be at war with iran uh, and uh, a bunch more Palestinians will probably be murdered, and I still probably yeah. be another school shooting, and not going to be, you know, I, I it's not not looking hopeful. <clears throat> Although you know, progressives actually had a decent showing in the last uh, round of primaries on Tuesday. Did they? A bunch of R, a bunch of RRev uh, endorsed candidates won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a bunch of I, I read that there was a bunch of um, DSA members who were running for like city council stuff, where you can actually get socialists <laughs> elected, like people like Kashama Sawant. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, who were some of the ones that you'd heard about that were uh, that were good? Arbor I, there weren't any big, real, real big prominent ones, but it was just a lot of little ones and races I hadn't been following that had the backing of our revolution or Justice Democrats. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, all right, cool. 
Um, it was certainly better than the week before, where, which was a lot of the big ones, you know, where uh, Kucinich lost and Paul Gene Swearingen lost and all these horrible fucking candidates ended up winning. Yeah, uh, I mean, D- Dennis, Dennis Kucinich, I don't know if you remember when he was running for the nomination uh, in 2007. Um, were you politically aware at that age i i vaguely Vaguely, i mean i've in in retrospect i i've i've seen a lot of that stuff and he was you know he was really bernie before bernie was you know was cool yeah he's just he doesn't he doesn't give good speeches he's like kind of he's right on the issues but he doesn't inspire shit right and i and i say this with all the love of my heart for the guy because he is vegan uh him and his wife are both vegan so um he's just not good at campaigning part of it though yeah if you can't if you can't if you can't inspire with your speeches i don't give a shit how good your policies are you're not going to win like you really need right well that's the thing with with bernie is he has all the knowledge he can fight get fired up uh he can come back with from any argument with some like a bunch of facts (laughs) like he he knows how to do all of it and still can can uh project warmth and empathy in ways that everyone can can agree with or or identify with so uh i think we got really yeah, very, very close to uh, to winning with with Bernie, but uh, yeah, I, kn- right. I knew Kucinich wasn't going to get anything. We're gonna have another, we're gonna have another shot at it, so <laughs> I'm pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, people that are like, "Is Bernie going to run again?" It's like he never stopped. I've never yeah, seen somebody who didn't. <laughs> I've never seen. If he's not running again, he's doing a lot of really unnecessary things, <laughs> making a lot of really unnecessary yeah. concessions. Well, uh, you to know, the, uh, Democratic was, Party. It was, I think, the day before, uh, the day, or day before, day after. Trump's inauguration. Bernie held an outdoor rally in Michigan in the winter, an outdoor rally in winter that drew ten thousand people. I mean, drew more people than Trump's inauguration. It wasn't even in a, yeah, it wasn't even in a city. It was in some fucking yeah, suburb yeah. of Detroit. It wasn't even yeah, like Saginaw or some shit. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh my god, he's fucking. He's more popular than anybody. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, and you know, look, it, it's his nomination to lose right now, and I think. He knows that, uh, and I think he's making moves. Uh, you know, not always the right moves, in my opinion, but I, I think he still can pull it all together. Uh, it's gonna be tough to recreate the, the the atmosphere around his first run, but considering all the shitty candidates that the Democrats are putting forth, I don't know that it will be all that hard to beat them even if he can't inspire the same kind of uprising <laughs> they inspired the you know i mean you know cory booker and kamala harris are not setting anyone's fucking world on fire you know amy klobuchar is not setting anyone's world no, on fire i mean it, it's <laughs> the 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 few things they've come out eventually uh as being on the right side of the issue it's still just like well where were you you know why couldn't you been there two years ago you know where's the well, where's yeah, the integrity they, they don't they of course we know they don't support that shit they're just doing it because they know they're gonna yeah. have to to run in 2020 i totally support single payer just not this pill or the next one or the one <laughs> just after don't that. tell my staff <laughs> <laughs> you know like Kamala Harris. yeah but, oh god all right well uh you know uh if you like the show and you want to support us uh definitely check us out on patreon uh you know there's a couple levels of uh support over there uh, that's patreon.com slash move left. Um, LaDonna will be back with us next week, uh, assuming she can <laughs> find a working chair. Did she Did uh, she ever check back in with you? Did she send you a message? Right no, now? I think she I, She was saying that she had to wait for a new chair, but I, you know, you have to build those chairs. So I figured yeah. she wasn't going to be, she wasn't going to be popping back on. <sighs> um, that's a bummer. 
Yeah. But next week. And, you know, and it probably next week we'll have the uh, next episode of Movie Left coming. Uh, oh, yeah? Way. What are we going to review? Uh, Blade Runner. Fuck yeah. Uh, 20, Fuck yeah. Whatever. 24 of Nod. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're going to enjoy it. I don't know why you think you won't, but I, I'm pretty confident you will. We'll see. And then <laughs> shortly after that, we will uh, do a review of Black Panther, which I think will be a really interesting uh that will lead to interesting conversations because yeah. it's it's definitely the most three three white kids talking about a black movie. I think that'll be uh, enjoyable. What was the one after that sure, we were going to sure. do? We were we were talking about one other one uh, as well. I don't know if we I don't know if we actually figured out one. Yeah. I do eventually. Uh, depending on how good it is, I might want to do uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one for the podcast. Oh, the new we'll uh, is it like a new mini series? Is that what it is? Well, it's, I, I thought it was a mini series. It's actually a movie, an HBO movie. So oh, okay. that might be an easy one to do. Yeah, I, I but, never uh, liked the Truffaut one, but I, I wasn't a big Truffaut fan anyway. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, SoundCloud dot com or. Uh, patreon.com slash move left <clears throat> soundcloud.com slash move left uh, we're on uh, facebook as well facebook.com backslash or forward whatever the fuck look it up you'll find it uh and i am facebook. uh currently at on twitter at chaos riot 1999 the next few hours or so at least yeah until i get shit canned <laughs> again for calling jen kirk that's what yeah i'm uh at move underscore left and uh join us next week control room tonight.